The most successful companies don't improve an industry. They invent one. Ride the Moonshot ETF from Direction. These are 50 U.S. companies with potential for significant and disruptive impact in biotech, nanotech, space exploration, and more. The Moonshot Innovators ETF from Direction. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus at Direction.com. Read carefully. Well, today's ETF battles is another big league contest, this time between three dividend ETFs managed by BlackRock, Schwab, and Vanguard. It's a triple header between SCHD, DGRO, and VIG. And if you're into dividend income investing, well, I highly recommend that you keep watching. More right after this. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. There's two main components to your investment return that you need to understand. You got the return of the security itself, and then you got the dividend it pays if it pays one. And when you combine the two, you come up with something called your total return. And over long periods of time, dividends do add up. In the S&P 500 alone, they've contributed more than 80% of the S&P 500's total return, which just gives you some idea of how important dividends are. And today's battle is between three dividend-focused ETFs. We've got DGRO from iShares, VIG from Vanguard, and SCHD from Schwab. Now, this is another audience-requested ETF battle. These ticker symbols have been popping up left and right in our Twitter feed at ETF Guide, along with their comment section below in our YouTube channel. So which of these ETFs wins today's dividend showdown? Well, you're about to find out. Judging today's contest is Mike Akins, the founder at ETF Action, and Eric Balchunas, senior ETF analyst at Bloomberg. Mike and Eric, welcome back. Good to be here, Ron. Good to be here. So we got our four battle categories, cost, exposure strategy, performance, and yield. And then we got our mystery category where you guys can surprise us and pick that one factor or multiple factors that you think are crucial to today's dividend ETF showdown. You can also introduce wild cards if you want to be crazy. You can also protest. It's completely up to you. And like I've said before, the more mayhem per capita that we can have on each episode, all the better. So to get this battle started, we're going to begin with our first category, which is cost. We're going to start with you, Eric. How do you see it in terms of cost between these three ETFs? These are all very cheap ETFs, um, and I am uh, definitely, that's good. I mean, this is also one of these cases where the low cost uh, will matter more here, I think, um, than in some other cases like a thematic category. Um, That said, the cost differential between them. So looking at the expense, the specific expense ratios, DGRO is about eight basis points, SCHD is six, and VIG is six. So, I mean, that's, that's like rounding errors, right? If you look at their yield and some other things, the that will be wider gap than that. So I, I wouldn't really get hung up on this. These are all, as we would call, dirt cheap, which is part of their appeal. They're all gigantic ETFs taking in like big boys, we call it big boy flows. Um, and I think the differences here are going to be elsewhere. So if I had to give it to one of them, I, I would give it to Schwab uh, by a hair, just by being a little cheaper. Um, and uh, it's a tie with VIG, but I, I'll just give it to Schwab. Vanguard gets enough attention. 
<laughs> all right. All right. Thank you very much, Eric. And uh, appreciate that analysis. Uh, Mike, how do you see it in terms of cost? You know, this is a good example of where I can't use my standard line that uh, trying to battle Vanguard on, on expense ratios, like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Uh, I think all three of these ETFs are, are all the same. Um, as far as dirt, like Eric said, dirt cheap category. Um, I actually think they all have very unique offerings. So um, it's really going to get into the battle as we go on um, into exposure strategy and performance. So I'm going to save save my time to reclaim it later. All right. So you're. I got to score this. Split decision. Gotcha. Thank you very much. We move to exposure strategy. Mike, you're up. All right. So this is really kind of fun. I think we're. You know. I think. From a standpoint of how the sponsors would sell these products, they'd probably tell you their quality dividend or dividend growth strategies. But in fact, I think we look at them a little bit different. The only one we have classified as dividend growth in the ETF action classification system is Vanguard's uh, Dividend Achievers, which is a classic um, strategy methodology that's designed to look at growth of dividend year over year for the companies. If it fails to meet that, it gets kicked out of the index. Um, it's a very diverse index. Uh, Degrow, we consider dividend multi-factor. Um, it's got a number of different things that it puts into play um, from a fundamentals perspective, looking to capture dividend paying companies with a lot of quality characteristics. So really kind of fits into that quality character, but really multiple factors going into play. And then Schwab is a tough call. It's technically multi-factor, but we classify it as dividend yield. Um, in our classification system, because it has a prime, primary um, component in there of yield to come up with its underlying portfolios. And it's a little bit more um, uh, concentrated in that it only has 100 holdings versus almost 300 um, for both DGROW and VIG. Now, really, when you break that apart, um, I think all three strategies are very good at what they claim to do. So I'm going to think about it from the current environment we're in right now. And that ETF action, we've been playing the value trade now since pretty much since the election. We believe that that has room to go. As a result, the higher yielding strategy is going to have a little bit more value characteristics from an exposure perspective, a little bit more allocation to the cyclical sectors. And that is SCHD. SCHD's higher yield, um, a slight overweights to the cyclical sectors and deeper value characteristics looks attractive to us in this market. And for that reason, I'm going to give the nod to SCHD. Thank you, Mike. I got you down for SCHD. How do you see it, Eric, in terms of exposure strategy? Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree with almost everything Mike said. I think uh, another thing that I'm looking at, again, is that percent of assets in the top 10. This is a case where I don't want it top heavy. And Degro had only 25%. Let me reverse that. Uh, its top 10 holdings only make up 25% of the total portfolio. Um, SCHD is 40%, so you better like those 10 stocks. VIG is in between at 31%. Um, and I and I don't know, I just I would rather have the diversification there. I also like Degro has this, um, I, I believe, has this sort of uh, looks at the payout ratio so that it looks for uh, companies that have room to grow. So it looks for companies that haven't used a lot of their earnings to pay out the dividend. That way they could dip in more in the future. So it's almost like um, picking uh, names that could give out more in the future. And I like that little quirk about it. Um, the other thing I like is, or I don't like about VIG is, is the yield. Uh, because at market cap weights, um, it's got 
just a small yield. I think 1.5%. I mean, it's barely more than the S&P 500. I, I, I don't know. I just think if VIG, you, you could just buy VU and B and almost get the same thing. Whereas Degro dividend weights, it uses dividend to weight the stocks. So I think if your goal is to get dividends and track some of these more stable dividend growers, uh, Degro to me has the best uh, holdings and allocation in that front. That, that said, Mike is right. If you believe in a value rotation, you're going to get more of that in SCHD. Excellent. So I got you down for Degrow, Eric, for exposure strategy. We move next to performance and yield. Now, normally we just do performance, but since this is dividend-focused battle, we got to talk about yield, and our judges have already uh, alluded to that uh, already. But uh, Eric, you are still up in terms of performance and yield. Which of these three ETFs really jumps out at you? Well, look, um, obviously, SCHD is going to give you the highest yield, 2.71%. Degrow would be number two at 2%. And VIG, number three at 1.5%. Like I said, VIG is basically the S&P and yield. So if we look at the at the yield, I think you'd have to go SCHD or DGRO. I just don't see any point in getting something that's dividend that yields the same as the S&P. Then we go down, we look at the performance of the funds over the past couple periods. And if you look at something like, say, the past year, um, SCHD has done better. It's been the top performer. Um, and... Yeah, it's very close though. We're talking like 45 to 55%. VIG's kind of in the middle there. So I don't know. I, I guess I would give it to SEHD if your you know objective was to get return and yield. It's had the better track record on both fronts. Thank you, Eric. Mike, how do you see it in terms of uh, performance and yield? Do you agree with Eric's analysis? I definitely agree with Eric's analysis. Um, I got to say from a performance and yield perspective, both SCHD is the winner. Um, SCHD wins on a straight up performance in the one, three and five year. Um, so from that perspective, it's delivered um, the best performance. Degro is the closest from a since common inception, um, outperforming VIG by 12% in total since common inception, which goes back to September of 2014, followed by VIG. But I will put a big caveat in there. And I guess maybe to go back one step on this whole thing, the reason I, I brought up the three different ways we classify these strategies is really it comes down to use cases. If your goal is to get yield and you were looking for a broad diversified portfolio to give you a, a higher yield in the market, SCHD is a hands-down winner. It is, in my opinion, the best strategy for that category. If your goal is to replace a core holding such as SPY, I think DGrow is the hands-down winner and that it's gonna have much similar characteristics, a little bit of a value tilt, a little bit of a quality tilt. Your goal is... Um, downside protection, you got to hand it to VIG. Um, VIG, while it does not keep up in up markets, so the last 10 years has been a rough go a little bit for VIG. You look back, this product's been around for a long time. It absolutely crushed the S&P 500 on downside capture rate perspectives. That dividend growth concept is all about that strong quality and VIG has delivered. So I'm given this category since the this is a dividend battle. It's a hands-down winner for SCHD, but I think it's a great example of three strategies that sound very similar, and from our perspective, very different use cases and how to go about using it in a portfolio construction perspective. Great points. I mean, you guys are just dropping it today. I mean, I mean, dropping the threes is what it's all about, and maybe some threes with fouls and then a follow-up free throw shot to make it a four. So you guys are just knocking it out of the park. So let's move to our mystery battle category. 
And this is where our judges get to pick that one factor or multiple factors. They can also take a pass. So, Mike, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? So, you know, this is the kind of granddaddy category as far as it goes. Dividends, you know, if you think about factor investing, a lot of the attention recently has gone to value or momentum or quality or some of the Fama French categories. But really, when you stop and look at the ETF market, um, dividends are king. Um, over 50% of all factor-based strategies are allocated to dividend strategies. And I think from a standpoint of keeping that traditional dividend play, I want to say a couple of things. Number one, it's great to be talking about dividends again. I didn't think this time would ever come, but after 10 long years of nothing but growth and mega cap tech, we're starting to see dividend strategies play out again. Um, but the thing I would point out is um, for my mystery category from a true evaluation of the strategies is big, is very, um, the dividend growth category, Noble, VIG, SDY, the, the strategies that are taking that, that very strict component of year-over-year growth, I think that can be very inflexible. That's a word um, in the sense that sometimes market disruptions happen and good companies get kicked out. And I don't like that. Um, so as much as I think these strategies have done their job, um, I like to give the strategy something that's a little bit more flexible from a fundamental approach. And I think SCHD and Degrow do a better job of methodology around their index to be flexible to fluctuations in the market. Or last year, you know, there was a lot of dividend cuts result of the pandemic. Or in the financial crisis, you know, many of these dividend growth strategies just now started adding financials back to their portfolios because every financial company had to cut their dividend um, based on regulation. And I think that inflexibility is something to consider when you're evaluating these passive strategies that are rules-based. And I think to that extent, I'm going to give the nod, the double winner to Degro and SCHD for just being better methodology construction on the index side. Thank you very much. I got you down for Degrow and SCHD for your mystery category. Eric, it's, you're up next. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Um, yeah, I'm just going to do uh, the mystery category for me is good. just going to be the uh, sniff test here. Looking at the hold, the top 10 holdings, sometimes it's just good to look at what what's really there name-wise. And you look at Degrow and it's got this, it looks like VIG and it looks like the S&P and I it's tough. I, I would like a little bit more differentiation here. Microsoft, JP Morgan, Apple, Apple's in everything, okay? Everything you own, Apple's in at this point. So I look over at SCHD and you see like the top three holdings are Home Depot, IBM, and Texas Instruments. And you got BlackRock, Pepsi. You know, those are big names that you that are probably that are probably in many different types of I funds, still got my BA. Too, by the way, my Texas Instruments. This is becoming I have fond memories of them myself. Yeah, that's a classic company. Um, but I, I kind of like that there's some names in here that are not uh, right at the top of every single index fund on earth. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm going to have to give the edge to SEHD just for offering up a little variety, as I would assume this is being used on top of a typical S&P 500 ETF. That said, it does have a, a little more concentration risk with those names. So um, that's something you have to, you know, kind of understand. Very good. I got Eric down for the sniff test. Thank you very much. Sometimes with Eric, it's the hot sauce test. 
but uh, we appreciate <laughs> appreciate you mixing it up. So now we shift to the final opportunity for our judges to weigh in and to recap their thoughts about today's dividend ETF triple header. Eric, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to give it to SEHD uh, barely. Um, like I said, I really like the methodology of Degrow, and it sounds like it. On paper, uh, it all looks good, but when you really open the hood, and and again, you're you're like, oh, I, you know what? I already own these companies. What's the point of having these same companies, you know, that fully exposed uh, here in this strategy? SCHD will give you a little bit differentiation and a little higher uh, dividend yield, and the returns a little better, and it does fit nicely into this sort of regime change into value. If that unwinds, you will. I think SCHD will lag degrow. That's the only situation. So I would say if you're, if you think this value rotation is a head fake, I, that would be my only pause. Otherwise, I like SCHD and I like some of these old school names in there at the top. Got you down for SCHD. Thank you, Eric. Mike, your final opportunity to give us your overall winner. So real quick before I give my overall winner, I just think that I'd like to recap and summarize that that concept of this is a great example of three ETFs that are all dividend strategies, but in our opinion, very different use cases, right? So um, it's really important to note, if I was looking at Degrow and building a model portfolio, and it's all about how do you use these ETFs together, I think Degrow's core replacement. If I'm looking at VIG, I think it's all about protecting on the downside, really a lower um, risk portfolio of, of large cap equities. But we're, we're here to talk about dividends today. And when in Rome, give the winner to the Romans. And that is SCHD. It's, it's the true dividend player in this category. And I don't see how um, from any of the judging standpoints, it wouldn't be the clear cut winner today. So SCHD is my winner, better yield, more value characteristics, which is what you'd expect in a dividend strategy and, you know, performance since common inception, it, it has an odd. So it's just a clear cut winner for a dividend battle. Well, our judges have spoken, and I'm not going to disagree with their final findings. They've judged this as a winner for SCHD across the board. Well, in most boards, in terms of um, it was a split decision in terms of cost with uh, Eric favoring SCHD, Mike going with a split decision, but SCHD was part of that. And then, of course, uh, performance and yield, which is a big deal. You both agreed there. You also, um, as you pointed out, um, the uh, Eric pointed out, um, the sniff test, right? With SEHD, it's slightly more concentrated, but at the same time, it's different. It's different than probably other stuff that you may own in your portfolio. portfolio. And uh, for that reason, he favored SEHD along with some other different things. Mike agreed on the same thing. He likes that value tilt, tilt that uh, SEHD has along with, uh, obviously, the performance and uh, the yield. And uh, so great battle, guys. And, and some solid points that you each made in terms of understanding, you know, because the label's the same on all of these. It's easy to get confused when you see dividend ETFs, but really looking underneath the hood and analyzing, and you guys did a great job. It's one of the reasons this program exists. So uh, well, well done in terms of judging today's battle. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Ron. It's fun. Thank you. So which ETF battles will you like to see in our next episode? Post your thoughts in our comment section below. Give us your ETF ticker symbols. 
hashtag ETF battles. You can also find us on Twitter at ETF guide. I'm Rhonda Leggy. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. The most successful companies don't improve an industry. They invent one. Ride the Moonshot ETF from Direction. These are 50 U.S. companies with potential for significant and disruptive impact in biotech, nanotech, space exploration, and more. The Moonshot Innovators ETF from Direction. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus at Direction.com. Read carefully. Read carefully.